Coming up on today's show, we break down PlayStation's most recent state of play. So that was the best state of play, period. Yeah, right, let's the, save for the show. Save for the show. The, the show has started. I've I've recorded, so we can get into oh, it I mean, anytime okay. you want. Yeah, I can start the intro and then we can get to it. All right, cool. Um, all right. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the Pixel Candy Podcast to a bonus episode, the first bonus episode we've ever done, and that is because there was a pretty incredible PlayStation State of Play last week, and we just wanted to hop on recap so that we're not overwhelmed with content on our regular Friday shows. So as always, I'm your host, Alan Sensich, and I'm here alongside my co-host, my brother, the controller snapping, Sanchacho. Brian, what do you give the state of play out of 10? Because they've all been kind of doo-doo so far. So what, what would like, you give this one? Uh, yeah, it's it, it, like easily a 12 out of 10. Breaking the knob, cranking it past 10. Like if you're, but again, the bar was in the ground though. Do you know what I mean? Like the bar was so yeah, low. I think, yeah. It's hard. Like, so you know what I mean? If they were, oh, the problem is if they keep doing them like this, we're going to like reset our expectations. Everyone, no matter what yeah. they do and no matter what they expect, your baseline constantly is being reset by your own experiences. So, you know, yeah, this was a 12 out of 10, but if they do three more like this, we're going to start calling the one that's exactly like this three years from now, a six out of 10. Like it's just, that's you know a, what I that's mean? That's a solid point. Cause yeah, I think they did, at, you know, two years ago or whenever they started doing state of place for the first time, there were a few that were really good. And I think that is what happened. We got the ones that were just very run of the mill, like third party is coming to PlayStation and it wasn't like big, huge exclusive announcements. And we kind of were like, Oh, okay. So our like expectation of this show is basically it's just going to be like it's it's not the showcase right because every time they do a showcase it's huge but they started this one off super strong and it was with resident evil 4 remake which we could probably talk this entire episode about because i know you and me are huge into these games i'm fucking so excited that this thing is actually real um and it looks bananas the, you know, two and three look incredible and still play incredible. Um, but to continue all the kind of design choices and the way that now the games look and going to be running on like your PS5 or your Xbox Series X, like, fuck, this game looks so good. So what do you think? How, what did you think of that kind of first trailer looking at it? Having just played it and not only yes. um, whatever, I think it was the PS4 version you played originally, uh... right? Yeah, whatever the Replayed. latest port was two years ago. And I don't think they've ported anything since the... So I played, obviously, MetaQuest 2 as And well. then you did the VR. Yeah, so what how, yeah. What did you think of this? Um. So yeah, this... The, the biggest problem I had with RE4 was back then, if everyone remembers, the original game came out somewhere in the two, early 2000s, I believe. I don't remember exactly when. Do you remember? I think it was you, 2000, like 2000, 2000 2002. Yeah. So that was when we moved away from tank controls because Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3 had all been tank controls using the D-pad. And I don't even think the DualShock was out. Like there was like very, very primitive from a controller standpoint back then. And they jammed the fucking right analog stick camera motion and the left analog stick movement motion into the left analog stick for RE4. And that was the most irritating thing I've ever experienced in my life from a control standpoint in video games. And it's my own fault for going back 20 years and trying to catch up on all these games. Um, Infuriating. So if they only fix that, this is a fucking home run. That game was easily one of the best. Uh, nothing, by the way, in my own opinion, 
the order it goes for me is RE2, Nothing Will Beat That, the remake. Nothing will beat it. Nothing in that series. Then it's then it's RE7. Then it's RE3 remake. Then it's Village. And then it's the rest of them. Um, and <clears throat> I think... I think RE4 is going to be closer to like that RE2 and 3 remake. Mm-hmm. I think the the thing with 4 though, the original is that it got real weird with the lore and the story, but the actual gameplay, the actual flow of that game is incredible. So I think I can get past like the the weird like Jose lo, Jose Jose lo or whatever the fuck being chanted in the woods while you're walking through. I think they're going to make it darker and creepier cuz Resident Evil yeah. 4 was not scary at all. No, I mean at it's all. hard to make like it's campy you know. and weird. Well, I guess there were scary PS2 games, I was going to say, because of the graphics. But, yeah, I think they're going to make this a lot creepier just from the style that you get. Like, I'm watching the trailer right now as we're talking, and, like, fuck, mm-hmm. it's so nice looking. I'm really curious that they'll bring back... Because for anyone who doesn't know, if you haven't played Resident Evil 4, this game has been ported to everything imaginable. It has been remade yep. several times. Um, they basically... PS2 version came out originally... With and then the game, I think the GameCube as well, like the simultaneous release. Um, but my God, they've upscaled it for PS3, PS4, and and the Xbox consoles, and it's gone to PC. Um, there was actually people trying to upres the original, uh, I guess PC port of Resident Evil Four, and got shut down by Capcom. And it was looking really good, like it was a very faithful one to one, just scaling up to like modern day graphics, but leaving the game the same maybe controlling a bit better too um it was made on the wii that is to date my favorite version of resident evil 4 i you know we played the um the vr version which is super fucking cool but because the wii version kind of blended that that um idea of you're actually holding a gun and you're pointing at the screen and you're actually shooting like you would in real life at people with chilling on the couch you have controllers in your hand you're not as engaged as you are in vr which is very like you know over and like you're just trying to select weapons is like a nightmare trying to remember like where's my sidearm where's my pistol where's my grenade where's all this there's a lot to take in it's true but uh the wii version was sick uh so this the fact that like they're finally remaking this like they are or like they did with two and three this was the worst kept secret ever and I'm, I'm hoping because with all these iterations, they actually added content over a lot of those years. Um, yeah. There was the, I don't know if you ever played it. There was the Ada, Ada Wong yep, add-on. I did play that one. So yep. I'm hoping we pretty see good. that here too, like, because that would be pretty cool. We I'm did sure see her will. in the trailer. Based on the way they handled 2 and 3, I would imagine they would. I imagine they would. It, it looks, the fidelity looks good. I, f- I feel like it's going to just be way darker. I feel like they're just going to really dial up the, the like resident evil creepiness of this. Um, I, I think we all expected this. Like they're literally going through the catalog and being like, yeah. Hey, we're going to give you one that's new and we're going to remake one and one that's new. And we're going to mm-hmm. remake one. I, the next what, one, what'll come out next year is something about Rose, something about probably. Ethan Winters, daughter. Like a brand They'll new be, title. Yeah. Like, yeah, a nine. like a brand new day. And, and it's funny. I was listening. I went back and listened to, um, um, guys, I know we both listen to um, that are great journalists. That's kind of funny. Like I went back and listened to the RE8 uh, review that they did when it came out, just because I was bored and I like had listened through all their content. And I went back and listened to that, and um, and they were saying, what were they saying? Somebody made the comment where it's like, I think it was Greg. They were like, Greg Miller was like, hey, 
we should make it, they should make it so that it's like Walking Dead, where you create a storyline within the Resident Evil universe, but stop with the Chris Redfield and stop with the Jill Valentine. Like, let's move away from these characters. Mm. And I think I'd like to see it go in that direction for the new titles, but like, I'm still here for them remaking those old ones because like they need them, you know? I really want them to do exactly what they've been doing with two and three, now four to the original man. I want that original Resident Evil Spencer Mansion with everything that we've experienced and are going to experience in four. Um, But yeah, I agree. I mean, they got the show coming out for Netflix and that looks wildly different and like in a way that That I'm actually really into. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how that pans out, but uh, that wasn't the only thing. So they showed this off. There's the trailer out and it's like, it's a pretty good look. They mentioned they're going to be doing um, VR content for PlayStation VR two, which is, kind of cool to know that's coming and then they transitioned into the fact that resident evil village is going to get a full vr port for playstation 5 um, and playstation vr 2 which when they announced village i was like almost convinced that it was like not even a question that there would have been the vr version just because seven came out and they operate so similarly yeah. that I thought, okay, they had the engine for seven, they're using it for eight, and like, I don't know how they kind of swapped it over for the VR version, but like, of course we're going to get the VR, right? And then we didn't. So it's kind of disappointing that I think it's only going to be like next gen and probably PC VR ports. Um, and that has a lot to do with like the, the double wielding we saw in the trailer. You can now yeah, hold yeah. two guns at the same time. Um, but super cool. And this led into a whole bunch of fucking VR stuff, which I'm like, they went through that fast. They did, but like I'm looking at this and um, I was talking to someone at work about the fact that like I'm really excited for all this, but it's kind of like this weird, like I don't have a VR2 yet. It's not released. Yeah. We don't know much about it. There's mm-hmm. very limited info, whether I'll want to purchase it or can afford it. Like there's all those questions, but I'm looking at some of these games and I'm like, VR is really <laughs> getting to that like, Full experience AAA looking title for like every release, at least the way that these trailers are showing us. Yeah, and it's cool, man. Like we got what did they show? So we got Walking Dead, Call of the Mountain, Call of the Mountain, the um, Horizon, Horizon one. Um, Horizon one. They're bringing No Man's Sky, but that's already available yeah. on regular um, VR. Anyways, uh, the honestly the Horizon thing looks really cool just because of that jungle atmosphere, and you're like getting a different yeah. perspective finally. feels like a different game it feels yeah. like they've totally rethought how that all works which i appreciate i will say this though and again you know it, this is kind of a weird comment because i don't uh, and i think compression on some of these trailers is probably a play here but like straight up dude those four psvr2 games straight up do not look as good as metaquest 2 games they don't I like guess I don't know. So like this so I don't I like I'm I'm wondering now what the fidelity is going to be like on a PSVR2 because if it's not as good as MetaQuest 2, PlayStation's fucked. Well, because MetaQuest 2 is wireless. We, we went over this. They're I think they're I exactly comparable. I know. So I'm just wondering though. I I know they're comparable, but it's like different people making different games. So I'm just wondering like Well, and keep in mind too, right? Like the only look. thing they showed here, the only thing is Horizon as a PlayStation exclusive. All these other yeah, titles true. are coming to everything. That's You're probably true. not even yeah. looking at the PlayStation version of these trailers most of the time. Yeah. Fair um, so I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't the, be too yeah, worried. I, you know, 
it's the fact that it's still not even here. It'll be outdated by the time it releases, but um, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder when uh, when they're gonna do more on that because there's been so much speculation around like, hey, like when's this fucking thing coming out? The problem that they think they're having is not enough people have PS fives. So it's kind of like yeah. this weird, it's this weird thing I think they've been committed to for a while where they're like, shit, like how do we roll this out? Because not enough people own a PS5 yet. Well, I didn't look into the um, article too much, but I saw a headline the other day saying that like Sony's going to be ramping up production, uh, quote unquote, significantly. So I don't know if they've kind of um, solved the whole chip issue or, or found a way around it. I don't know, but something's happening in the way of manufacturing there. So um we'll see we'll see how it shapes out um there was one thing i forgot to mention about resident evil and that is that it's coming fucking soon man um uh, soon you know relatively uh march 24th 2023 yeah so, like cool. for that to for it to be the first time we know it exists and to have a date eight months in the future is mm-hmm. kind of crazy yeah and that is like i'm pretty <clears throat> sure um i speak for both of us when i say this that is like a day one mm. get hyped midnight fucking i'm gonna be yeah, checking 12 it out it's downloaded yeah. yeah that is not a game that i'm sleeping on at all so i'm fucking sure. so excited man um what else do we got here they announced spider-man for pc so kind of a cool move to more pc games um from playstation you know what i think that means i think that means we're getting spider-man 2 real soon like like i'm yeah, thinking holiday 2022 or or first quarter 2023 that's how that's how i feel like because Sp- i think spider-man 2 has a date already for 2023 maybe not a date but a window they just said 2023 for it. yeah i think they just said 2023 but i think it's going to be the first half because that's i feel like that's the one of the markers that they're going to do that yeah and i'm i'm trying to get a scrub through the trailer here when uh august 12th is when the pc version releases so maybe we'll get yes. an announcement trailer around that to keep like the yes the whole spider-man thing going spider-man any game from insomniac i am playing day one and it's probably going to be more or less my game of the year every time it drops <laughs> like the only reason why death loop beat out ratchet and clank is be- was that the same year or am I thinking yeah. two different years yeah same year you see how i could get confused with covid um but like to me any year an insomniac game comes out it's like number one or number two like on my list of yeah. best games that year same with so, like Naughty Dog and, and stuff oh, like same that. Oh, Naughty yeah, Dog it's... for sure. Anytime Naughty Dog and and Insomniac drop a game the same year, it's problems. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't wait for Wolverine, man. I was really like, look, this state of play was 12 out of 10. I was like, oh, can we see a little more what's going on with Wolverine? But it's still so early. Yeah. That game is going to be fucking bananas. Well, with Summer Game Fest and everything going on, I'm sure we'll hear more. And I'm whether sure. you'll see that there, I don't know. But well, you're going to hear more from the stuff. PlayStation is a proper sponsor of Summer Games Fest, so I feel like we're going to see well, an update even, for some cool stuff. Even this state of play, when I watched it, I don't know the version I'm watching now. I can't find it. But uh, in the corner, it said Summer Game Fest. So mm-hmm. this was, I think, an official part kicking off kind of the beginning of all this, which yeah, is fucking amazing. Cool. Um, they moved into another game that I've been waiting for a while just to hear about when it's going to release because it looks super unique. The art style is amazing. Uh, and that's Stray, the cat game, where like yeah. you're a little cat yeah, and like yeah, a, yeah. a cyber. Looked super cool. Look. Super yeah. cool, man. And best thing about this reveal, uh, well, not reveal, just this trailer, 
um, is that it is coming in July. I think it's July 18th, if I'm correct. And it's going to be on PlayStation Plus. So if you subscribe to that tier with the Game Pass kind of equivalent, day one, it's going to be there. That is a great cadence to set of like, hey, here's here's this brand new indie. Um, It's pretty hot indie. Like a lot of people are looking at this one. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's going to be day one, I think, is just a good indication of Amazing. what the PS Plus is trying to do. So, yeah, this game looks cool. Like, I'm watching the trailer right now, and it just looks like it's going to be a platformer yeah. puzzle-type adventure thing. And the art is it looks like cool um, well. It looks like it takes two with a cat. Hmm. Yeah. Which I'm always down for. The movement looks wild. Like, to capture the way that a cat moves and then translate that to a controller like i'm watching it kind hop of wild, around it's yeah. like smooth there's like some yeah. stealth elements in here um fuck, love, super love cool. me some stealth stealth is a cat sign me up yeah sign me up i'm not even an animal person as you know sign, sign me up for all the stealth with cats <laughs> i'm for it well the next thing they showed i'm very curious to see what you thought of this uh because this might have been the first time you saw it i don't know if Callisto you saw the reveal Protocol. trailer yeah Callisto Protocol. What did you think? Yeah. So Callisto Protocol. I think it's. I think it's funny that a game that's built like this is going to come out before the remake of Dead Space. Feels like a bit of a scoop, to be honest. Well, um, do you know the history of like? <laughs> I do the know people the behind a little this. bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's a lot. I think it's some of the creators or like the, the creator of Dead Space. Yeah. Is it's Wild. it's very much a very similar um, Evil Within to Resident Evil thing because yeah, that's what yeah. happened. The guy that made like the creator of Resident Evil went off yeah, and did yeah. Evil Within and it's the same thing very similar vibes you even have the um the health bar as yeah, like a, it's neck. not a hud yeah. it's on the back of the neck and like the art looks very similar the monsters look very similar it's in space yeah. they're wearing these exosuits that again kind of look like the dead space gear but fuck I like dude it. I, I am all over this this game oh, looks yeah. really so good really that's cool. a day oneer. that's a day oneer for sure that's a quarry level excitement yeah like uh, uh, december december 2nd too so this year yeah crazy i love i like that sony is holding the cards close to the vest and then dropping bombs being like in six months get hyped it's yeah. coming you know instead of like making us wait and then being like god of war ragnarok march 26 2025 you know yeah like, I like that they're just, like, giving us stuff that we can get excited about for holiday, which well, is exactly the way you want to do it marketing-wise. Yeah. Get that hype train rolling right before. And, yeah, being December, this thing's probably going to be a big holiday release. This does release, by the way, for um, Xbox as well, and I'm pretty sure PC. So th- this yeah. is, like, a multi-platform thing, but I guess they Love have it. the marketing rights. Love it. Um, or, or Love it. By the way, I, I'm always going to be a bigger fan of cross cross-platform than exclusives exclusives get a different touch and polish for playstation as we know but i I like i want to see more cross-platform because that is gonna you know um high tide rises all ships or whatever that saying is like i I just want (laughs) to see because that that'll ultimately what that'll ultimately mean is if we have more successful cross-platform games that's gonna mean xbox is gonna be more successful releasing more first-party titles and doing like you know what i mean because playstation already has this figured out from a first party perspective we're watching xbox figure it out it just it helps everybody if it comes on yeah across everything well i think it'll be interesting once we get to that point where you know everything's kind of just like 
being streamed across an app yeah. or a little box or whatever, yeah. and you don't really have to buy the big console anymore. This is way down the road, but I think once that is like the norm, exclusives will be an interesting thing because yeah. I don't know, like the argument was always, well, that's how you sell your box. Um, mm-hmm. But will it continue no, to be like the, yeah. will it sell your app or does yeah. it matter? Well, it because be. as long as you have subscribers, uh, who yeah. cares? Like, I, I don't know. Well, it'll be, cause it'll, what they'll want to do is they'll want big, shiny AAA exclusives to, though they call it new to brand, hmm. right? Is, is kind of the term like Xbox calls it new to Xbox, but the general marketing term is new to brand and everyone has a budget in order to generate new to brand. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to farm it out to be like, we have this AAA game. You can only get it on our app and you got to pay 20 bucks a month to have our app. So you better get it because otherwise you can't have this game. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I totally get that. I just like, I'm all about equality and helping us all be better in this industry because it's getting really weird. Like the fact that every player thinks they can have a game like Netflix, like can you calm the fuck down over there with your gaming shit. Like that's not where we're, what we're about here. I don't know. I just think that like games being created, the more we can put them everywhere, the better that's ultimately going to be for the consumer business. Unfortunately might not let that happen always. Yeah. Well, it's, it's business, it's, it's development time, it's quality assurance. For yeah, all the and it takes, it's, it's hard lot, to make man. video games, a lot to go into it, yeah. and like they want to they wanna take care of themselves first, and I get that. Yeah. I'm curious what you thought of this next indie that they showed off called Roller Drome. I am getting that fucking game <laughs> d- day point zero 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 one Like that, everything about most of the games in this showcase, I was like, where have you been hiding these fucking things? Like I am all over like 95% of this. It looked like my friend Pedro, but like on it roller looked, skates. Exactly. <laughs> and I, that's exactly what I thought. My friend Pedro, like, like a hotline Miami type of vibe. I'm like, I'm fucking playing this game. Hundo P. That is like, there's no question. Like I'm watching the trailer so cool. and it, the art is so cool. It looks like a old school Tony Hawk game in terms of there being ramps everywhere and you just flying yeah. off arcade styles, but you're battling people in an arena to the death and you're doing like backflips while shooting in slow motion. Like what is the story where we're going? What's yeah, happening? I'm curious <laughs> if it is mainly a single player thing or if those are real people you're facing. If know. it's a bit of both, maybe there's an online mode, but a single player campaign. I'm kind of just curious to see how that pans out. But yeah, looks super cool. Super cool. The art style, like the cell shaded uh, nature of it looks really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, yeah, this looks like one of those games that you can just turn your brain off and play for either five minutes or two hours. It's, it, that's the it's listen to the, that's either, I bet you the soundtrack in that that's is super probably hype. Wild. But if it's not for whatever reason, that's a podcast and blow through it type yeah. game for sure. I no, feel like that, now the that gameplay you say that, loop would be so good. I, I actually, I'm really hoping that there's like a killer soundtrack, some sort of like or, really but if there is arcade style. But if there isn't, you could totally put on some badass EDM. Oh yeah, and like you know, do make your own soundtrack to it too. True. I mean, I got playlists for days, so I'm sure I could just customize my own for that. <laughs> that is the the brilliant thing of having those um those apps on like the consoles or your PC and just have it overlaid shut off the in-game music yeah um what do we have next uh i don't know if you you're interested in this i i think it looks kind of interesting and that is um eternites i think is how you say it the super anime looking like it's apparently an arcade action game clash with a dating sim so 
Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. The art style is cool. Anime in general, I cannot properly articulate in words how much I don't give a fuck about anything anime. And I tried, dude. I really did. Like when we were did younger. You though? I did though. When Have we you ever watched well, something that's declared as like a anime masterpiece? Maybe not. Or do you watch that's Dragon fair. Ball Z and you're like, this is no, dumb as fuck. When we were kids, when <laughs> we were kids, I tried with Dragon Ball Z, I tried with Sailor Moon, I tried with all these fucking shows. And I was just like, I don't understand what the appeal is. I'm good, thanks. And like, to be fair, I probably need to get into some more. I know there's been a lot of like, like you'd say all the time. It's like when you think about the story of Metal Gear across all of that franchise, that is very similar to anime. So maybe well, I would yeah, like, it like a lot, a, a lot shot, of things but... based on it, right? Like, um, you love Inception. Uh, mm-hmm. that is very, very directly ripped off of an anime called Paprika and all the concepts mm-hmm. found in that movie of, of exactly. entering dreams and the way that they enter exactly. and what, what the dream world functions like and all the probably got to give it another, probably got to give it another try, but on the face, as I think it through from an animation standpoint, from a story standpoint, based on my experience as a kid, no thanks. But and, and like by the way, like just all the over hyper sexualized stuff that Japan likes to do, and all the like dating sim stuff, like nope, good, I'm good, I'm cool. All right, so like, no Eternites for you. No Eternites for me. But you know, I again, like I can always be like, oh, like I can appreciate that for like for what it is for the fans that are out there. But uh, yeah, not for me. Well, one thing that I saw in this that I've never really cared for, kind of, I guess, similar to the way you just explained that, right? It's just it's not for me never caught my attention is the street fighter series like i'm not yeah, a huge yeah. fighting game person i really like the mortal Kombat and like um uh, the story mode and, and how they do all Can't that shit. wait to play mortal Kombat 11 on ps yeah. plus though oh my god you know what i don't have that on my list i gotta put that shit on my list did you watch the full thing for street fighter 6 i did because i found it really interesting that it looks like they're going for a um I don't know, like an open world. It's like you, yeah. You, like there's really actually cool. like a, a hub that you walk around as a character and and interact with all these things. And then I'm assuming they have the crazy uh, fight mode. So yeah, so I don't know. I think it's kind of interesting that they're really changing up the formula for this. I've never known Street yeah. Fighter do anything but the you know the same kind of style um, fighting game thing. But this looks cool. I I don't know what the response to this has been. I would hope it's positive because it looks fucking crazy cool i think with the gaming industry it's all around expectations like have they i haven't been close enough to street fighter specifically have they been talking about this coming out for like a couple of years and there's huge yeah, hype around what it's I supposed don't know to be either. like i don't know no. you know what i mean and like because for for example whenever ragnarok drops another gameplay trailer it's either going to be the best thing in the world and everyone's going to get excited or it's going to shit the bed because the expectations are so high. Yeah. And I don't know if that's how it is with Street Fighter. Like Ragnarok has an unrealistic expectation to live up to. Like it's actually kind of unfair yeah. to that to those studios and to those people because people are just like spinning out like crazy about what this is going to be. <clears throat> I wonder if Street Fighter has that same expectation in those circles. Like... That because that that game has such a storied history, and it did feel like you know I watched you on screencast play Mortal Kombat 11. This had the same kind of a vibe. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you know walk around, do your thing, fight when you need to fight, but there is like a point 
beyond that, yeah. which I don't think Street Fighter has really done before. So I'm excited to see. I don't know if I'll play it, to be honest. The art style. I've never been a Street Fighter person like like you, but, you know, depends on where I'm at in that particular point of the year when it drops. Yeah. Well, to, uh, to the point you were saying about, you know, the hype and being a big title and uh, what people are thinking about it, uh, they showed off Final Fantasy 16, which I was surprised that, like, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy 16 and Resident Evil 4 were both in this because they're both such, like, everyone's been looking forward to these. Um, same thing, right? Like, I've never been a diehard Final Fantasy person. I can totally understand why people are excited for this. The new game looks crazy cool. I don't know if I'll ever get around to playing no. this. Um, I highly doubt we'll see this on Game Pass or PlayStation Plus. But years from now, if it shows up, I'll give it a shot because I I keep trying to get looks into cool. the series. And it's Seven hard, Remake hard one. was the closest I came, and I I just couldn't do it. I really enjoyed like my time. I only put in maybe like I don't know four or five hours. But it's it's too... I think the problem I've had with the Final Fantasy games I've played, it is way too um, constructed. There's no, there's not a lot of freedom. And it's like... Mm. You know games... Well, like open world games all do this. But you know games where like you upgrade and you decide what to do to your character, where to put points, where to upgrade them. Um, you go out into the world, you grind for items and maybe you go to that one spot to get a whole bunch. So you can upgrade this one particular thing. Like it's, there's a lot of like agency on you to do that. Mm -hmm. Every final fantasy game I've played is just shuttling you down a corridor. And then there's like a chest. It's like, you didn't find that chest. It's like, you have to walk past it. But in that chest is this crazy cool item. And it's like, well, 100% 100% of the people that play that will open that <laughs> chest and get that in. So it's not special. And yeah, I yeah. just feel like maybe it opens up later on, like 10 hours in, but um, the remake definitely just felt like a lot of that. It was like go through this extremely, extremely linear corridor. Here are some guys, fight them. Another corridor, another court. Like it's little repetitive so i'm kind of curious if if 16 has anything different in the way of like exploration or how the game runs but anyways trailer looks fucking cool and i know a lot of people are pumped that they finally showed this off Mm -hmm. yeah i i don't i i kind of feel the same way you do about it i've never gotten into any of it i've always watched trailers been like this looks cool but like I've already, I always have too much going on when these when those games drop, mm. and I'm like, I get how iconic they are, but like, like I was listening to some reviewers and they were like, "This is amazing! I can't wait for this." And I'm like, I, I don't know that I'll ever even think about this <laughs> yeah. again, to be completely honest. Um, but yeah, man, such a good showcase. That was the last one, right? Uh, the only That's last two things to mention were that Tunic is coming to PlayStation. Yes. That came out Which, on Xbox. Tunic. Month looks ago, hard it, yeah it looks hard but it looks kind of cool it looks extremely similar so i didn't really pay too much attention to it i remember when it released on xbox and there was some buzz about it mm-hmm. uh, about the you know a zelda like uh type experience mm-hmm. whatever now that i'm watching the trailer now and when i watched it originally this looks so insanely similar to death store which was a game i played in 2021 it was on my top 10 for pixel candy and like I'm kind of curious um, if it's like the same creators or if it just runs very similar to how that game does. 
um, but looks looks awesome. And the last thing uh, to note was another indie called Season. And interestingly enough, with Season, Season cool. I play tested this um, for a friend of mine, and I can't really say much more about it, obviously, because of NDAs. Other than I really enjoyed my time with it. It is a very, very unique game. Um, I don't know any other type of experience I could really relate it to, um, but it's gorgeous. Like, looks like that game Lake you were playing. Mm, a visual standpoint, like art, maybe yeah. a little bit. Uh, Gameplay-wise, not at all. Um, mm. But it, it, it's a game that's really hard to summarize other than uh, it's very unique, and it's, it's a pretty... Uh, it's a pretty cool experience. So I would keep my eye on that if, uh, if you're listening and, nice. and it kind of stood out to you. Um, I don't, did they have a release date finally for it? I don't think so. Maybe they did. Let's see. Autumn 2022. So yeah, that was it. Thanks. That was a showcase. Um, fuck Resident Evil four, man. Uh, that cannot come sooner. Like I want that right now. Right. It's gonna be so good, but like, Hey, take your time. You know, yeah, because like, here's don't the thing. don't do here's what they the did thing. with three, because three was good but way too short. Wait, wait, way too short. The thing about Resident Evil, what I'm starting to realize, love that franchise. It's one of my top franchises. Mm-hmm. They don't know what the fuck they're doing with like a narrative, kind of fluid narrative standpoint. Like there, there's a lot of plot holes. A lot of their shit makes no sense. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always connect. Take your time. And if you're going to introduce new parts of this, cool. But like, hey, clean up some of the nonsense from that game. Like that game, yeah. gets, all of them get a little wild. They go completely off the rails in five and six where I'm just like, I when I was playing through them during the pandemic, I'm like, I think I might be done here <laughs> after six. And then seven, and you had already prepped me. I kind of already knew this was mm-hmm. how it was going to go. Five and six, I was like, this is, I don't really, this is crazy. And then seven comes and I'm like, okay. Like they've really kind of brought themselves back to a place that makes sense. And then eight was good too. Eight was not as good as seven. The more I think about it, the more I played eight, I'm like, eight's good, not as good as seven. It's definitely like a two, seven, and then like a, like four's in there, but it's like a two, seven, three, eight, four for me is kind of how it goes with Resident Evil. So I'm glad they're remaking four because it'll bump four up on the list if they do Yeah, I mean, for me personally, four is one of my favorites of all time. And I I think it still holds up. To your point, the controls are kind of fucked. Um, but again, VR helps I that a bit. The VR version I help. Uh, VR version I have helps a bunch. Well, so did the um, the Wii one. The Wii one. I never yeah. ever experienced that back in the day because I well, I was like young when it came out on PS2, and I remember trying it and just I never got through it. Um, so I played it pretty much exclusively on the Wii, so I never really had that bad controller experience. Um, so fuck, I just can't wait to see this come out. I'm excited. But that's it. That is the showcase. That is our bonus episode. Um, and yeah, thanks everyone for tuning in for this little uh, one we wanted to squeeze in before our Friday show. And uh, we will catch you then. The opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints on the Pixel Candy Podcast are those of the hosts and the hosts alone. The Pixel Candy Podcast does not reflect the opinions or views of either Amazon Inc. or Eastside Games Group.